Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Tuesday, and we're doing a movie review. The Greasy Strangler. Yeah, this shit's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't remember which yeah. one of you guys recommended it. I think like more than one person did. Yeah. And so I finally like put it in the poll, and it won like overwhelmingly. Yeah. If you uh, like Napoleon Dynamite, which I like that movie, you'd like this. I like the, I like the movie. It's like Napoleon Dynamite yeah. meets John Waters, like early John Waters yeah. meets Tim and Eric. It's kind yeah. of like that. Like if you like that kind of thing, then you'll probably like this kind of thing. This but just... this is definitely a what the fuck did I just watch kind of movie. Over the top, ridiculous. <laughs> It's supposed to be. I can't decide if I, I don't know, like while we were watching it last night, I said, at one point I said, I think this is either legitimately the funniest or like the most horrible movie I've ever seen. At the same time. <laughs> at the same it's, time. Yeah, it's both the same. <laughs> it's basically like, this movie is the world's largest collection of fucking absolute losers, just in one <laughs> flick. And they all think they're cool as shit. You know what I mean? There's nothing cool about them. <laughs> they're just fucking funny. It tries to be so uncool that it comes back around and becomes cool again, just like in Napoleon Dynamite, you know? Yeah, it's, a, it's nice really like very, it vibes yeah. very much like Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. except much grosser. Yeah, real disgusting. It's like real gross and like... And, real and sexual and shit. Yeah, and it's like meant to be gross, like it's yeah. meant to be, But like I said, that's where I was getting like the er, like early John Waters, you know what I mean? Like eating dog shit era like John Waters, like that kind of stuff. It's like that, but... They're trying to shock you. Yeah, which, and I don't know if it was necessarily shocking. I mean, I wasn't like, you know. You just laugh at right, it. Right, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like, you know, in, in 2016 when this movie came out, I don't think yeah. anybody would necessarily be no. shocked by it unless they hadn't seen movies before ever. Yeah. But um, but you could tell that it was like trying really. You know what I didn't realize? This is a British director. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jim Hosking. Okay. Um, yeah, this is his first feature-length film. Uh, <laughs> he had actually done some shorts, and he did, if you've seen the horror anthology ABCs of Death 2, which came out in 2014, he did the segment that was called G is for Granddad. But, um, but yeah, so he's very interested in grotesquery, I guess, yeah. and just, like, making things as gross. Like I said, it's you can tell he's trying to do like a John Waters type of thing. But, you know, John Waters, when he was doing that like back in the 70s or whatever, yeah, it was like really shocking back then because nobody had done that. But I kind of feel like nowadays it's not as shocking. But... It does stand out, though. It does stand out, though. Yeah. And this I this was still like um, really entertaining and yeah. surprisingly well shot. Yeah, it was a good movie. The cinematography was actually really nice. It's, Which I thought was, like, not nice, but, like, just well thought out. You know what I mean? This had to have been a low-budget movie. Uh, but it, it's, it seems like it was. But it, it's good quality. And uh, it was punching above its weight. You know, kind of like the way Velocipaster is. But it, it does. But it's just, it's, it's different. The writing's good. It's fucking bizarre. All right? Yeah, it's very off-putting. But it's meant to be off-putting. Yeah, like, it's but, deliberately off-putting. They're just... The, this poor cast, man. <laughs> I was, you know what? The whole time we were watching it, all I could think of was like, I wonder what the casting call looked like, yeah. like the ads that they ran, yeah, like what, like the types of people that they were looking for, or it could be that I don't know, because well, the the director was British, but like all the actors were, I'm presuming American. They all sound American, so it's just kind of. I mean, that doesn't mean anything, but you know what I mean. Well, one guy was Brit, one guy was Indian, another guy was yeah. African. Yeah, that's true. And uh, the other guy was from some other country. I forgot what it was. They, and some of them can't either. They can't act 
or they're acting like they can't act. I think that was that was I a deliberate choice. Like yeah, yeah, because like I said, it was meant to be. That's another thing yeah. too is the the tone of it. Much like Napoleon Dynamite, it's just like overtly awkward. Yeah, like it's just trying to make you as uncomfortable as possible. Like they'll do like these segments where you will get into it in a second, but they'll they'll do these segments where it's just like one joke and they'll just like repeat it like over and over yeah. and over and over and it just goes on and on and yeah. on and then like at first it's like it gets annoying and then it gets funny and then it gets kind of annoying and stupid again and then it kind of gets funny again you know what i mean it's just yeah. kind of like this whole cycle that they're doing so well, they're trying to make <laughs> shit that's very uncool they're trying to make it cool it's not cool <laughs> but it is amusing Sometimes. i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's, it's trying to be cool i think it's just they very, think it's cool. Yeah, they're the just very deliberately cool. trying to. Yeah. Well, it's almost kind of like this is not really even set. I don't know where they shot this. Um, I was reading a review of it somewhere that said it looked like Los Angeles, yeah, but I, it was I yeah, it might have been Los Angeles. But I was thinking about it early, and you will think about this movie after you see it. Like however you feel about it, um, you're not going to be able to like ever scrub it out of your brain. I guarantee that, whether you liked it or not. But I was thinking about it later, and I was just kind of like, I, how unpopulated the movie is. Yeah. Like, so many of the shots are just like, the, just like the characters. Like, just the two of them, there's, like, nobody else around. Yeah. And so it almost has, like, a little bit like of a surreal... Yeah. Well, it kind of comes across, like, slightly surreal. Yeah. I feel like, just because there's, like, no one around. And just because everyone is, like, acting and talking the way, like, normal people don't talk. Yeah, it's you really know? artificial, but it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's like a bunch of fucking, what do you call them, autists. Everybody is like autistic in this or something. It's just, they're just something else, man. They're pitiful. But that, they're <laughs> supposed to be. They're but yeah, it's deliberately and pitiful. Imagine if Napoleon Dynamite was about a serial killer. That's what this is. It was like a hundred times grosser. Yeah, and they had... They got everything that like from serial killer type tropes, you know. In this in this case, it's like a father and son team, and there's weird like sexual stuff going on between they're having sex with the same woman, and he's leaving. It's just it's weird, and the woman is it's kind of kind of like something off of fucking what was the name of those two dudes? The dudes the uh, the confession machine. Oh, uh, Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah, like and, a Henry Lee and Lucas. Otis Tool. Yeah, even though those dudes, I think, only killed a couple people. They lied, said they killed a whole bunch of them. But the, the relationships in their lives are kind of like this, or at least the, the lives they claim to have had, had. You know, just bottom of the barrel. You know, just, I saw this actually really insightful yeah. discussion of this movie. Um, I can't remember what the name of the channel was, but they were talking about, and this may be a weird thing to say. But as, you know, uh, as deliberately appalling as this movie is, as deliberately offensive as is it's trying to be, it actually is a pretty nuanced examination. I know what you're saying. You're starting to roll your eyes already. Of a codependent family yeah. relationship. Yeah. Like the, the relationship between the son and the father is yeah. fucked up and really, really unhealthy. Yeah. And it kind of goes into that some... Um, and the more you think about it, like I was watching, I think it was off the shelf reviews who were like two British guys and they usually do horror movies and they did, they talked about this movie for like half an hour and the one of them like really dug it. And he said, even if you didn't like it the first time, he's like, watch it again because like a lot more will come out the second time. And he said that the second time he watched it, he found it even funnier than the first time. 
So maybe. I think the first time you watch it, you're just sitting there going, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, what am I watching? Well, I saw Napoleon Dynamite twice, and it was better the second time. The first yeah. time I saw it, I was so disoriented. I wasn't quite sure what I was seeing. It took a Maybe while. that's why. Maybe while. that's what he meant. Yeah, because, it took, it you know, we've only seen it once. And I've seen yeah. other movies like this, so I wasn't quite as, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was a little bit like, what? <laughs> okay. But... You know, uh, but it, it's just kind of like, so maybe I'm kind of interested. Maybe I will watch it again, like, someday, but, I mean, it is pretty gross. They show, they're show they showing it for free. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Which, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Yeah, it's well worth a watch if you like horror movies. And you, and you like, it's not a horror no, movie, though. It it's is, though. It's kind of. It's both. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's like if, if Napoleon Dynamite was a horror movie about a serial killer. Yeah. It's like that. It's kind of like more a black comedy, yeah. but it does have horror elements to it. Like yeah. the Greasy Strangler himself, um, you know, he does kill people. There is kind of like gore, but it's just like over the top. Like he'll strangle them so hard that their eyeballs pop out. There's and then, much gross shit, man. Fart and then like he, the there's a lot of food. farting. Dude, old dude's booty and everything, and just booty. There's a stuff. lot of farting, and there's a lot of this dude's old, ass old fucking, people nudity. Yeah, and ugly people nudity. <laughs> like I said, you gotta it's, earn the right to be nude. Man. <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah. everyone has to be nude sometimes. Yeah, I, I hate to tell well, you. Gotta, you gotta earn the right to be nude on camera, I guess. <laughs> but, because, uh, man, this will hurt your eyes, man. It'll really hurt your eyes. <laughs> and the girl that they're loving on. She's the least ugly out of this, but she's her face isn't ugly. She's just got a terrible build, you know what I mean? And, she, and she's just fucking. She's a great. She does a great performance. She can act, you know. She's the, uh, really the only one that is yeah, has she, been in like some other yeah, things. She can you act. know what I mean? <coughs> Elizabeth Durazo, her name. is. Yeah, she's fucking funny. She's in like some other uh, yeah. comedy. I can't remember the name. Like a comedy series, but I can't. That woman is her, her. Her 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 body is a box. It's just a rectangle with legs. And, and, Pretty much. And, yeah, and they show you a lot of it and sex scenes and shit. And these, like, yeah, I mean, like 90% of the movie is people walking around naked yeah. or almost completely naked. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> having orgies and shit in the house and while the sun could hear. And just, it's weird, you know? It, it is amusing, but it does kind of... The, the subtext is very disturbing. It's supposed to be. Now she says it's not a horror movie. I say it is, but it's a horror movie in the uh, in in the uh, in the way that the tone of the actual horror type scenes kind of reminded me of of uh, early Carpenter, kind of about like that. you think maybe yeah. There's some kind of Carpenter esque about hmm. it. Like I said, I got a like, very very John Waters vibe from this. I don't know any of those movies. You don't know you no. haven't you've never seen what, a John what, Waters name, movie. Name a John Waters movie. Pink Flamingos or Crybaby. I uh, never seen it. Serial Mom. Never seen it. You've never seen it? Hairspray? Uh -uh. No, never seen it. You never saw Hairspray? Uh -uh. No. We watched the remake of Hairspray, but John yeah. Waters did the original yeah, one. Never seen, it. never seen it. The one with the, I'm I'm sure we've watched that movie. I can't believe you've never seen a John uh -uh. Waters movie. That's fucking crazy. No. Yeah, John Waters is a fucking genius, man. He's from Baltimore. But yeah, that was his whole thing. Like him and uh, particularly the movies that he made in the 70s. Um, you know, wasn't it Pink Flamingos where uh, where Divine was wanting to be like the filthiest person alive? Like I don't was know. The that whole was kind of before my time. I mean, when that when those movies came out, I think I was in the eighth grade. I wasn't interested. Well, in I either. saw them later. Yeah, I didn't see that, any of that later just because... I don't think I ever saw that at the VHS rental place. They probably would have had that like in the gay section or something. So I probably no, it was it would have been in comedy. Would it? Okay. Yeah, they're comedies. Oh. All right. But they're like grotesque comedies. Okay. 
I, I never even th- noticed them. I never even noticed those movies anywhere near the sections we would go to to go rent movies. Yeah, they'd have been in comedy, and like yeah, they're we comedies would, generally. Wouldn't, wouldn't have, but like I said, over. they're they're disgusting. But they're yeah. it, much like this one is. It's you know meant to be disgusting. It's meant to like push boundaries. You know what I mean? Um, now, one I think I was watching um, one review of this of Mark Kermode, who he didn't really like it. He thought it, he actually thought it was just boring. But um, he said that. I think it was him that said it. He said you can tell that this is somebody that's like trying to be like a John Waters movie, but. John Waters had um, grotesque, weird characters, but you could tell that he loved those characters. And in this one, you're not really sure how the director feels about these characters. I haven't. I can't comment because I've never seen any of those yeah. movies. Me, I mean, I get that. I get yeah. where you could say that because this one, I kind of feel like it's a lot more... Yeah, John Waters, his movies are like gross, but they come across like a lot more charming because you can tell that he has a lot of affection for these weirdos that he's that he's filming but this one it's it's kind of the same vibe but i think that he's kind of like not i i get like a more sense of like detachment like the director may be like detached and not in the sense that he loves these people or he wants you to sympathize with these people he's just showing you these people and he's and he's showing you like the most disgusting things i think he thinks these people are ridiculous yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Nice. So that's so that's kind of the difference. This that's why it's not exactly like a John Waters movie, but it's kind of in that ballpark though. So like if you liked John Waters early movies, you might like this too, but that might be something that you want to consider because that's I think that's kind of the difference. Like as soon as somebody said that, like and I don't remember if it was Mark Kermode, but it was cuz I watched a bunch of different reviews of this, but I think that's the difference of yeah. it. Uh, that'd be the difference between Napoleon Dynamite in Napoleon Dynamite, those weird ass characters—you you can tell the director loves those characters. That they, yeah. they're the heroes. Okay, they're yeah. good, they're they're good people. Yeah, these guys aren't. They're the opposite. Well, they're bad people. That's the much. thing. Like the the main okay or pitiful people. I will argue that even the ones that got killed were were, were kind of annoying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, everyone they're, in they're this annoying. is kind of like there's somebody you wouldn't want to hang out with. You know. Now I will say that like the son character. Um, what's his name? Big Brayden? Yeah. Big Brayden. Everybody's big something. Big somebody. Yeah. Um, Big Brayden, who's the main character, he's sympathetic to a degree. Like, he's a nice person. You know what I mean? Uh, his dad, Big Ronnie, is horrible. Um, the girl is initially, uh, she's initially likable, but then it seems like she's kind of, like, shitty, too, and, like, well, manipulative. And stuff, and yeah. then the other people were kind of like, well, I don't know, like Big Paul, the guy that owned the car wash where the greasy strangler would go. He, in. He's okay. He was. He seemed like a nice man. But he was blind. He couldn't yeah. see what was going on. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, that's kind of why. He was well, because okay, so it, this isn't a spoiler. Everybody had a problem. Because... Even the, Indi- the Indian guy was was a was a well actually guy. Well actually, remember he he got killed. Mm. You know, and uh, the African guy was I think too trusting. Everybody had some kind of fatal flaw in them, in the way in the way that they were, and they were all annoying. What about Winker? I forgot which one that was. The one with the pig nose. Oh, his whole problem is that he couldn't choose friends. <laughs> okay. He just thought everybody was his friend. That's how I. Had. Poor Winker. Yeah. Him and his little new shoes that he got. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so if, in case we're kind of like talking around it, what happens in this movie? Like I said, I don't think it's spoiler alert or nothing like that because they tell you who the greasy strangler is in the trailer, as far as I know. Yeah. And they're not, they don't make any secret of it in the movie. It's not like a whodunit or nothing like that. Um, you basically know that Big Ronnie is the greasy strangler, like from pretty much the beginning of the movie. So, uh, so yeah, so you have Big Brayden, who's the son, and Big Ronnie, who's the dad, and they're two disgusting dudes, and they live in a disgusting house, and Big Ronnie, his big thing is grease. I mean, he loves eating grease. Like, yeah, yeah, like, pretty much, like, any, yeah, so his whole thing is, like, Big Brayden has to, is living in the house with him, and he has to cook for him, but it's, like the food that he cooks is like never greasy enough. Like he's bacon. It's like, he's just like pouring grease on it. He's like, I wonder why people don't put grease in their coffee and like all this other stuff. So there's a lot of like eating really, really greasy, like goopy food. There's a lot of that going on too, which actually kind of makes me want to hurl. But yeah, so there's a lot of that. And he's talking about grease. Like it's an elevated thing and it's beautiful (laughs) because it's greasy. (laughs) The wonder of them. You know, just, he'll just go on about how fucking beautiful Greece is. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. And then movie. Big Braden is like, yeah. what am I, one of the lines that yeah. made me laugh for some reason, he was like, um, he's like, you know, Greece is bad for you. I read it in, an, in a fitness magazine that I found on the bus or yeah. something like that. Because they're both kind of like really. <laughs> Well, the old guy isn't fat, but he's just, like, you know, he's kind of old and, like, out of shape and stuff. And, like I said, everybody is just, just like... Yeah, skinny fat and just funny. funny just, shape. like, old and baggy and yeah. and nasty. And they're just, like, walking around either in little bitty underwear or naked all the time. And um, Big Ronnie, the dad, he has um, a... Pers- I guess that's a prosthetic penis. <laughs> so he's just, like, walking around naked all the time. So what... So what Big Ronnie and Big Brayden do for a job is they do a walking tour that's about locations having to do with disco, um, even though I'm pretty sure they just made all of them up. So, like, they take they take people around the city, and they'll be like, and in this doorway, like, a member of the Bee Gees, like, once had their picture taken, or something like that. And they both wear this ridiculous outfit that's like a pink turtleneck right yeah with shorts and then it's like shorts that are also kind of pink i just they're not like sparkly but they're kind of like a pink pattern type of thing and so they both wear that and so they take they just take these groups of people around like telling them about all these disco things so the thing about big ronnie is that he has all of these stories about you know back in the day when him and john travolta were going to open a disco together and he hung out with michael jackson and like all this other stuff and he's just full of crap he's just like making stuff up but that's kind of another thing too is that they just call each other bullshit artists all the time and that's another scene because remember how i said earlier like how there's all these scenes that just go on forever and ever and ever and ever there's one scene where they're having an argument and that's their biggest, um, like, epithet that they throw at each other is bullshit artists. And they just say... And they say that, like, instead of bullshit sometimes. Like, where you, somebody would say something stupid and you'd be like, bullshit. They'd be like, bullshit artist. Mm-hmm. And so they just keep doing... <laughs> and they just keep calling each other that. And it goes on for so long. It goes on just, like, forever. And you're like, oh my god, how fucking long can they make this kind of shit go on? It's just that whole cringe... Because I know that there's, like, a whole subgenre... I knew people that did that kind of, of that of yeah like they were that kids, of that cringe comedy yeah. and it's it's kind of like that where you just yeah. like how fucking long can this 
bit go on. Yeah. Like there was that, and like there was the whole thing too at the near the beginning where the Indian guy and the other two guys were like trying to get the chips out of the vending machine at the hotel, and like they wouldn't come out. And then he, the the Indian guy was like trying to tell him what like what it was in the chips, and he couldn't pronounce potato right. And remember, like the yeah. other guy kept saying, he's like, "I'm sorry, what Porto." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and they did that, like, and it went on for, like, it seemed like an eternity that yeah. that fucking shit went on. And, I mean, I think it was just, like, a minute or two, but it seemed like an eternity because they just kept repeating it. <laughs> and it just kept repeating it. And it's like, after a while, they keep repeating it so much that you just, like, can't help but laugh because it's like, what else are you going to do? Because you can't believe that they're just, like, continuing with it. And there's a lot of scenes like that. A lot of scenes like that where it's just kind of so I don't know so I'm just telling you that because it's like if that's gonna get on your nerves then there's a lot of that well in it's there. supposed to get on your nerves yeah that's what I mean it's very very and you know and the background score too is deliberately made to be as annoying as possible um so if that's if you don't want to watch something that's just trying to annoy you and gross you out on purpose then this is not the movie for you but I don't know. I did find it, like, very entertaining. It is gross. Um, I didn't find it all that shocking, necessarily. And I did actually find it pretty funny. But humor is really subjective. I just, I don't know. I I saw, like, a wide gamut of reviews. Like, some people um, really vibed with it and just thought it was hilarious. And then some people just thought it was the stupidest, most irritating thing ever. And they hated it. And they hated every five, you know, every, every minute of it. Um, it was supposed to be like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to not like what's going on. I, I yeah. Just, I understand it. I understand the movie. I liked the movie. Um, I'd watch it again. I probably would, too. I'd give it a rest and go back and watch it again. Like, after a while. Yeah. There's, yeah. It was all right. Like I, I said, it. it would probably be funnier the second time, because I'm sure you'd pick up on a lot more stuff. Because it's not just... The interesting thing about it, and the more I thought about it, the more I was you know, this was occurring to me is that it's not just gross or shocking for the sake of being that like it is to an extent, but it seems like he thought about it more. Like it's actually, like I said, it's really, it's very well shot. It's, it's kind of like well thought out or like well put together. Like it's paced kind of weird. And I can see how, like, like I said, cause Mark Kermode just, he's like, well, I get what they were trying to do, but I just thought it was really boring. Um, I could see that too. Cause the pacing is kind of strange and I mean, it's not long. I think it's only 90 minutes, but I don't know. There is just something really, really interesting about it. It's almost like, and they, he was deliberately, you could tell he was deliberately trying to make, a cult film as well, which doesn't usually work. You really have to be careful about setting out to make a cult movie because usually that just blows up in your face because it's too try hard. And I feel like this movie just barely, it's just kind of on the line of like maybe being a little bit too try hard. I didn't find it too try hard, but one iota in either direction and it probably could have been, you know what I mean? I don't know. And and like I said, everybody's line for that is going to be different because I do kind of feel like if you're like, oh, I'm definitely going to make a fucking cult classic. I mean, whether he was trying to, I mean, he definitely was trying to, but it did work because I didn't see this movie. This movie came out a while back. It came out in, back in 2016. And I, I remember hearing a lot of people talking about it. Like it got a lot of buzz. But for some reason, I just, like, never got around to watching it. And then I just kind of forgot about it until one of you guys recommended it. 
And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, have, I remember hearing about that and hearing that was a big thing. And then when I went back and, like, started researching it, I was like, um, yeah, this is, like, pretty, it's not massive, but it has, like, a big cult following. And then I'm sitting there going, because when I was watching the movie, I'm like, I wonder if this has a big enough cult following to have, like, Halloween costumes, like, based on it, because some of the outfits in it are, like, pretty ridiculous and would make some really good costumes. And, yep. As soon as I googled it, like, looking for a poster, I was like, I saw a couple that had dressed up, like, in the pink disco outfits. I didn't see anybody dressing up. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But Big Ronnie's disco dancing outfit, which is essentially, like, a a deep V-necked purple velvet pantsuit with a, with a, um, it's, like, crotchless. (laughs) It's, like... Was it like mesh? I don't remember. But like the whole, like the whole area, the the whole area of like the crotch was like see through. The the thing that Big Ronnie wore to go to the to go to the disco, the purple thing where he just did the one dance move over and over and again. Yeah, where he just kept like. I don't remember what he was wearing. Really, I can't believe you forgot that. It was like a yeah, yeah, it's like a purple fucking pantsuit with this dick sticking out. Yeah, I wouldn't be looking for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you couldn't I'm miss a man. it. I'm not you couldn't looking. miss I, I, it. I didn't even remember what he was wearing. I just you remember couldn't. that fucking stupid dance he was doing. You couldn't miss it. Now, that scene made me laugh a lot. Well, his outfit made me laugh a lot. I was like, that would make... Well, because when I was watching that scene, I'm like... It didn't look any different than the other shit that he was wearing, though. Well, no, but I just... Everything he wore was like that. It occurred to me that it's like, that would be a funny Halloween costume. Nobody would get the reference. Well, no, because I did see what, like I said, I, that I was just saying when you weren't in here was that um, I actually, when I was doing research for this show, uh, there's a lot of people that dress up as Halloween costumes because this actually has, like, a very, very large cult following. Mm. So, um, so yeah. Now, if you wore the thing that he wore to the disco, you probably would have to just wear that to an adult party because your peen would be showing, even if it wasn't a real one. But, you know, it would still be pretty funny. Like, probably only five people would get it, but it would still be funny, I would think. <laughs> uh, Jam Spectre said, uh, I got to see that movie at a party a few wa- a few years back. Uh, it's very quotable. Yeah, it definitely is. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, bits and lines in this that, yeah, if you, if you saw it with friends, and I would recommend watching this with a group of people, preferably drinking and or high. Um, would probably really enhance the experience, I feel like. Like, seeing it in a theater would probably be good, um, or seeing it at a party would probably be good, because this really needs group synergy, I feel like. Like, watching it by yourself, I don't think it's going to be as fun. GM Spectre also says the music was annoying and great at the same time. Yeah, it was just... That's kind of like the whole vibe of the movie, I felt like. It was kind of, like, deliberately provocative and annoying, but it was also, like pretty funny and like pretty entertaining yeah that's why i don't know why people are mad no one's mad well you said that a lot of people did re- rejected the movie that it was no i said some like people like some it, people hated it or most yeah, people hated, like most it. people that hated it didn't hate it because they thought it was offensive they hated it because they thought it was boring oh okay i don't think it was boring it's not a boring movie I mean, just the concept alone, I feel like, is enough yeah. to... But but like I said, humor is subjective, so like your sense of humor is going to go a long way toward whether you're going to like this movie or not. 
Mango says, uh, Mark Kermode used to be a good film reviewer, sadly not anymore. If he recommends a movie, don't bother with it. Yeah, I mean, I usually only watch, I do like him, but I haven't seen a lot of his newer reviews, because usually I just see, you know, ones of movies that we're all, I'll watch like his couple minutes, like talking about it. But yeah, he, he seemed to know, well, the cool thing about him is that he's seen everything. So it's like, he always has like a good, um, like framework for what to talk about. So like when he was talking about this movie, he had like a lot of other things that he could compare it to. And he's like, you know, he could tell he was trying to do this and that and the other thing. Um, but mostly he was just like, you know, in, in this day and age, like this kind of thing isn't really that shocking anymore. Like depending if you've seen like lots of movies. Um, and he just thought it was boring, but uh, I don't know, but I don't necessarily agree. I can see, like I said, the pacing of it is a little bit weird, but I don't know. I kind of feel like the whole thing was deliberately made to be as awkward as possible. I think the most entertaining part of it was the greasy strangler parts where big Ronnie, like basically covers himself in grease. I guess he has like a, a, you don't find that salad to the end, but he has like a big barrel of it, like in the closet of grease, like oil. And he dips his whole body in there. And then he runs around strangling people just because. Yeah. He looks like a monster when he's covered. Yeah. And he basically just, he's like growls. Like, yeah. He's he like, goes, yeah, and, then he goes, <laughs> and then when his mission's over, he walks through the car wash. And the, the car wash cleans it off. And he comes out like like he's brand new. Just, I did like the editing that they yeah. did because I think they used the same shot every time. Like he would go and and kill somebody, like be it all covered with grease, and then he would go stand in the car wash and like have the things hit him. And yeah. I think they used the same shot every time, but it's like it was funny like every single time. Yeah, it's his ritual. Yeah, like he would go and do that. And like I said, he, it was owned. The car wash was owned by his friend. Friend, Big Paul, yeah. but Big Paul was blind. He, Big Paul was also into disco because he was yeah. also wearing like seventies clothes and stuff. Yeah. But he was blind, so he didn't know. He He's thought like, that Big Ronnie was taking his car through the car wash. Yeah, he didn't know that he was just standing in there yeah. to like wash all the grease off. Well, he walked through it. It was one of the kind yeah, where you go through and you through walk it. through the, all the little spinning fucking towelettes and the sprays and shit. He walks through it. Just like his face was funny. Yeah. And then they would. Oops, sorry. Knock your glasses off. And then they would show him, like, <laughs> naked with his, like, fucking wang, like, swinging in the yeah. wind, like, with the thing, like, blowing on yeah, him. Yeah, blowing all the water <laughs> off. <laughs> and he had, like, that super, super white hair. Yeah. I don't know where that guy... That actor's name is Michael St. Michaels. Um, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know where the director found this guy. I don't know... Um, This guy is either... I kind of feel like he's, like, a really, really good actor. You know what I mean? I bought it. Like, I bought into the role, so that should say something. I don't know if this guy is really like this in real life. <laughs> I kind of got that impression, because he was just... I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain this movie if you haven't seen it. It's pretty... It's, uh, yeah. It's pretty weird. Um, yeah. Mago said, uh, they're talking about Mark Kermode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and Mega said, uh, I can only say about 95 to 98% of his reviewers the last eight years. He said his first horror film he saw in the cinema was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. 1974. And his favorite movie is The Exorcist. Yeah, I really, really do like um, his reviews. And usually I agree with him. Not always, but um, I usually do. But yeah, so if you have uh, Amazon Prime, because Tom appears to have stopped talking about well, the movie. Well, there's nothing more I can say about it. <laughs> nothing more I can say about it. There's so much you can say about this movie, though. Although, well, honestly, like I said, there's the the parts like the 
the strangler parts are good, like where he pops out the people's eyes and eats them and that kind of stuff. I actually liked the first, maybe one of the first kills where he punches that guy's face in and the, just the face like goes yeah. in and like caves in. Like I thought that was really, and actually the special effects are actually pretty decent. That's what I was going to say. I thought, I thought it was kind of like a carpenter at that, at that level. Yeah, I don't know how much this costs to make, but I mean, like I said, it looked like a lot of the a lot of the cinematography, a lot of the shot compositions were like really, really good, were like really interesting. And a lot of the special effects were good and like all the eyeballs popping out and but like I said, if you're gonna be offended by saggy old people nudity and pretty graphic um sex scenes of people with like maybe bodies you'd rather not look at, um a lot of farting, a lot of talking about poop. I kept being afraid that they were going to, like, show more poop stuff. And I'm kind of glad they didn't because just kind of, like, them talking about it sort of grossed me out. But, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot of farting. There's a lot of grease. There's a lot of just general unpleasantness. Um, and, like I said, it's very overtly sexual. There's just kind of – well, doesn't Big um, big Brayden, doesn't he have a micro penis? I guess. Yeah. I think he has a micro penis. Yeah. Well, because there's one scene where he's having phone sex with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and just the way that he's manipulating yeah. his hand makes it seem like he yeah. has a micro penis. And then I think they showed at the end, but I don't really remember if they showed it like to any great degree, but I think they showed that he had like a micro penis because, you know, right. Senior Stick says, hi, all came in at poop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, like I said, there's not. Um, but like I said, they make a lot of poop references in this movie, like they're just kind of like, oh, he shits the bed all the time. Oh, he shit on top of the TV, like. But now, they n- now we got a bunch of poop references in the review. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's like. So I kept being afraid it's that not, it was not, that it was gonna go there, the, but it's the like humor, the humor of the movie. She's made it sound like that. That's that. That the whole movie's that. Um, really, the humor isn't like that. It's just that was only in a couple scenes. It's just that it's kind of like they go in that direction. And you're like, what the fuck? It's just, you know. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It's a decent movie. It's if you like, you know. I just I can only. I I don't want to repeat myself over and over again. If you liked, if you liked uh, Napoleon Dynamite, and you like horror movies. You'd like this one. Yeah, but, I'm just gonna say. All. Yeah, if you like Napoleon Dynamite yeah. mixed with early John Waters, then this would probably that's yeah. this is the ballpark that it's in. Yeah. Uh, Senor Stick said, is this a human centipede situation? No. Not really. Um, I saw one reviewer that kind of compared it slightly to Human Centipede 3, but I haven't seen that one, so I'm not real sure. So there might be some. But like I said, I got more of a John Waters vibe, or Napoleon Dynamite kind of thing. It's it's more like that, but with a, with a serial killer aspect. So there's kind of like, I don't know, know if I'd call it gore, but there's kind of like some kills and they're sort of like over the top a little bit. You know what I mean? But not like super, super gory. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Uh, Mango said, it is a curious movie, The Greasy Strangler. Not for everyone, but it does have some good moments. Yeah, I have a hard time recommending it because I don't know. I don't know. This seems like one people are either going to really love it and vibe with it or they're really not going to get it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're just really, really not going to like it and be like, what the fuck am I watching? So, you know, it, and you know more than me, like what kind of person you are. So, you know what I mean? So, like I said, I can't remember uh, who it was that recommended it, but I'm kind of glad I watched it, though. It, it was an interesting movie, and I'm glad that, like, people are making weird fucking movies like this. 
in this day and age, even though this one's like a few years old. But yeah. All right. Um, then watch. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, well, they're talking about X. Oh, I reviewed that if you're talking to me. But like Tom hasn't watched it. You'd probably like it. But I haven't watched Pearl yet, though. I got to get around to that. I've had I've heard mixed reviews about that. Some people said it was like the best movie of last year or whatever. But I'll get around to it, I promise. All right. So I guess we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you know, so yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, go watch this and uh, tell us what you feel about it because I'm kind of interested to see what everyone's comments are going to be. Uh, so tomorrow is the main show and we're going to do another paranormal show. That was what won in the Patreon poll. Oh yeah, what are we doing? Ghosts of Flight 191, okay. all right. which was a plane crash that happened back in the 70s right. and apparently there's all kind of haunting shit going on about that. Somebody recommended it a long time ago and I've been putting it in the poll, but this is the first time that it won so that should be a fun show i guess um yeah so all right so we'll see you guys again tomorrow night thanks for dropping by good night